G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Funder here with Brutius Alex for another edition of Wrestling Style. Alex, how are you, friend? Um, I'm fantastic. Fuck, I'm rusty at this. It's been a while. Um, yeah, actually, I should see when the actual last time we were talking was. Uh, we were talking the week the TKO sale was finalised with uh, the Wall Street appearance. Outrageous. Uh, 15th of September. So, uh, yeah, a bit over two months. Uh, a lot has happened. Uh, we may touch on various things, uh, but we're going to kick things off with a bit of uh, news on the home front and then uh, and then uh, talking AW full gear. But, uh, yeah. Alex, uh, I suppose the uh, the big thing we were gearing up to before my computer broke, uh, I suppose uh, we'll, we'll do a bit of, bit of housekeeping first. Uh, so, uh, how you been? How's life? Fantastic. Um, technically, I am the master of all of Wodonga now. You are the master and ruler of the 10-pin universe. Yeah, I won the Wodonga graded masters this <laughs> since we last spoke, which is fucking outrageous. I pulled a shitload of good games out of my ass. And... You want to let the humans in on how you qualified? Mm. Yeah, so to make the finals, you had to finish in the top 10. I finished 11th, but um, I swear... I swear I had nothing to do with it. One of my good friends finished 10th, but he was unable to make it to the finals. So, <laughs> fuck if I know why he even qualified, because he knew he wasn't going to fucking be able to make it to the finals. Don't know why he even bothered. But, <laughs> because I was 11th, I was the first reserve fucking call-up to replace him. And... <laughs> I walked in and fucking won it from not even being booked on the show to winning the belt, I guess. Russo booking at its finest. Yeah, sounds like a you owe somebody a title shot. I've told him that. I said I will happily defend the championship against you. Name your day and time. Uh, yes. Wouldn't that be fun? Um, but yeah, I suppose that since then, Birthdays has happened. Uh, yeah. WrestleMania 30, 35 for me? Yep. Yes. WrestleMania yep. 35 in the shadows of New York City. The fucking seven-hour-long pay-per-view. <laughs> oh, it's longer than that if you count the pre-show as well. And mm. Michael Cole is horsed at the end, calling the first women's main event where Renee Young has to stay silent. Outrageous. Ridiculous. Um, yeah. You, Batista's retirement match. <laughs> oh, the, the big uh, cartoon eyes with the uh, the pliers for his ring nose. <laughs> yeah. Actually, not that bad of a match in hindsight. Yes. Uh, what about yourself? Uh, birthday for you? Uh, WrestleMania 34, if you will. 34, yeah. Yeah. Um, Fucking look at us in our mid-30s. Crazy. Um, I seen a meme going around today that said uh, kids, uh, was it? Uh, kids who went through the Attitude Era, and it's like a picture of The Rock. And then it's 
behind, it's like Austin with a chair saying, they're 40s approaching. Mm. <laughs> I'm old. Fucking oath. That is nuts. Um, yeah, so WrestleMania 34, Brock and Roman in main event. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, fuck, what else happened on that one? That one was a real forgettable one. 34. Uh, that, that Bray, had Dan- yeah, that had Daniel Bryan's fucking return match in a mm-hmm. tag with Shane McMahon against KO and Sammy. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Yeah. But the only lasting image I have of uh, 34 is Bray celebrating with Matt Hardy. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm a bit under the weather as well, humans. Uh, mm. Oh, it's Ronda's debut with Kurt Angle. Oh, yeah, it is. Fucking tag matches galore. Um, I'm pulling up the card now. Oh, okay. Uh, hang on. Where is my screen share for Alex? Was that Randy and AJ? No, was that was Shin and AJ. Yeah, Shin's game. AJ, and then the other rubber winner is Charlotte and Asuka. Oh, yeah, where Charlotte ended Asuka's undefeated streak. Yeah. Uh, Gross. Jinder Mahal defeats Randy Orton in a fatal four-way for the US title. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Undertaker and John Cena in under three minutes. Oh, Uh, yeah. Seth defeats Miz and Finn Balor for the IC title. Oh. Uh, as you mentioned, Daniel Bryan versus and Shane McMahon versus Kevin and Sammy. Fuck me, that is not a good WrestleMania. Night Jax defeats Alexa Bliss. Were they building up that Alexa Bliss was the bully to Nia Jax because of uh, large yeah. body shaming? It... On paper, I can see that working. However, for the two characters at the time, that did not work well. Mm. When Nye was the, was it Irresistible Force? Whatever her nickname was around the time. And uh, yeah, Nicholas winning the tag titles from the bar. Mm. So, oh, well, bit of, bit of birthday fun. Um, what else has happened? Oh. You remember what we were talking about before my computer exploded? Uh, no. About was items? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so, coming soon to an online store near you. Was merch. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Alex has his bugs beanie somewhere it's probably too hot at the moment for him to be wearing it but yeah it is uh, it is warm it is we're gonna look at 30 today oh, that is warm for you guys i'm just trying to see if it'll load up for myself it probably won't because i've got screen share on but yeah we've been getting around 30s as well what was it 36 the other day last week or the week before uh but yeah so a little bit of uh, wrestling all style merch. We'll be looking at hats and t shirts as well as like some stickers and 
magnets and uh, pins as well via yep. my uh, stream merch store for uh, Twitch, which will be uh, Streamlabs and Redbubble, and the links for that are in the will be going in the link tree once that's live. Yeah. Uh, also, with my streamer Discord, there is a section in there where we talk wrestling. Uh, we've like integrated pretty much what we we're going to do for a wrestling old style Discord in there. Yeah. Got a history of all the Wazzies written out if you're ever interested in that sort of stuff. So, yeah, join the, the Discord as well. Come chat a bit of wrestling. Do it. Fucking it's a bit at, of fun. At me. Yeah, at Alex. Yeah, there sometimes. <laughs> yeah, if you're at me, I'll get a notification, and if the conversation's worth having, we'll have the conversation. It'll be fun. Oh boy, uh, I think that's about it. Uh, should we discuss full gear from this past week? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, what the heck was the previous pay per view before this? Um, Wrestle Dream. I don't think we talked about that, did we? No, we won't have. Uh, we talked about All Out, Wrestle Dream. So just quickly here, anything of note on Wrestle Dream? Uh, the Acclaim retained their trios titles against TMDK, Bad Dude Tito, Mikey Nichols, and Shane Hayes. MJF retained the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship in a two-on-one against the Righteous. Uh, Kingston retained both Ring of Honor World and Strong Open Weight titles against Shibata. Statlander retains the TBS Championship against Julia Hart. Uh, the Bucks become number one contenders for the AW Tag Championships. Uh, FTR defeat Aussie Open to become AEW Tag Champions and Christian Cage defeats Darby Allen in a two out of three balls to retain the AEW TNT Championship. So this being the uh, the month before. Anything of note there for you? Uh, the post-match of uh, the main event? Yeah, yeah, that is noteworthy. Jeez. Uh, oh, you think you know him? You think you know him? Did we not talk about this? Mm-mm. Jeez. This was, uh, yeah, during our uh, break. Wow. Yeah. Fucking Adam Copeland, eh? Yeah. That's got to be Edge. And and that was Beth Phoenix's voice at the start of his song, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I did not expect him to appear. And I like that he appeared, and it's sort of hinting that he's going to join Christian because uh, Nick Wayne, who lost to Luchasaurus earlier in the night, decides to join Christian and Luchasaurus. Yeah. And then he's sort of thinking about it and decides, no, I'm going to team with Darby and Sting. Turns on Christian. Uh, Yeah, a, a really surprising debut. Did not see this coming. Yeah. I thought, uh, oh, he's done, or maybe he'll come in as like a, a mentor sort of person. But uh, no, he seems to be almost full time from uh, the TV between 
then and now. Yeah. Uh, man. Uh, anything else, Chad, for Wrestle Dream from what you remember? Any matches of the night or anything else stand out? Oh, Wrestle Dream. Honestly, barely remember it off the top of my head. Um, yeah. The, the match of the night for me, Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr., Oh, that was outrageous. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, what else happened at Wrestle Dream? Swerve defeated Hangman. Yep. Uh, TMDK got it, getting a pay-per-view match. That's pretty cool. Yeah, over in uh, World Tag League at the moment. Mike yep. and Shane. Um, As is uh, one TWA star, Jack J. Bonza. Oh, yeah. Yeah, outrageous. Um, yeah, the MJF righteous stuff. I've got a lot of thoughts on MJF as a baby face. Let's just say it doesn't do it for me. Um, Eddie Kingston versus Shibata was great. Yep. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, Starks versus Yuta happened? Why? Because <laughs> we need to fill in pay-per-view time. Yeah. Aren't they both heels? What the fuck? Um, um, this might have been just before Ricky's turn. Like, full turn. No, actually, Ricky's been no. heel for a while, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was a heel at this point. Because this is after Punk's been fired. Yeah. And he was a heel feuding with Punk there for a minute. Yeah, hence why the contract said Dragon and it turned out to be Danielson, not Ricky the Dreamboat. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, uh, FTR Aussie Open was great. Should have dropped the belts at Aussie Open. Should have. Uh, I, I did want to say, good to see a payday for Kojima, though. Of course. Uh, okay. Um, it's like three of these people look outstanding in this match. And there's Keith Lee. Uh, yeah. Look, I know the guy's got health issues, and I'm sure that plays into a large part of it, but it's you wouldn't think he's only a few years removed from his NXT run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, full gear. This past weekend, from Peer Forum, or as Fight TV had it listed for the pre-show, the United Center. Uh, good work, Fight. Um, were you excited for this, and did you buy this based on the build, or had you already brought this with the full pay-per-view package they did at the start of the year? Um, no, I, I purchased this. Yeah. N not in the package. Should have done that. <laughs> Whoops. But, Whoops. uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on in AEW at the moment, but I feel like they're sort of, they're hot when they're hot and they're really cold when they're cold. And they are cold right now. 
So yes, this coming to you from the fabulous Kia Forum in Los Angeles, California. Now, this seems like a good place to have this discussion. Mm-hmm. It's almost a year since the Ring of Honor final battle and Tony Khan announced, hey, Honor Club's coming back. And I'm thinking, okay, Honor Club's coming back. Ring of Honor will be its own thing separate from AEW. Yeah. There's no separation, is there? No, not at all. And now we're doing this whole fucking triple crown bullshit. Ugh. Uh, yeah, but here's the problem with me being like a, a long time fan of Ring of Honor, especially the Sinclair era. Yeah, <coughs> is um the the Ring of Honor like champions, especially this past year, whilst they're great wrestlers, I think everyone except for maybe one or two have been contracted to AEW of the current or past wrestler. Mm. World title, past two champions have been Kingston, who's the current. Mm -hmm. He signed to AEW, who defeated Claudio, who signed to AEW. Ring of Honor TV champ is currently vacant. It was Samoa Joe before he vacated it. He's signed to AEW. But here's yeah. the thing with Joe. Didn't yeah. he technically debut of return to Ring of Honor before he showed up on AEW? Yeah, I think you're right. So isn't he technically a Ring of Honor guy first, then AEW, then Ring of Honor again? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, the All thing right. is, the thing is, they never do like, oh, so and so is Ring of Honor graphics. They yeah. just do AEW graphics for everyone. Uh, the only one I know for certain is not signed to AEW is Katsuyori Shibata, who's the current pure champ. Yeah, well, yeah. but then then you say, like, he's not even signed to Ring of Honor, is he? I think he is since he left the LA Dojo. Has he? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, uh, there you go. Before that was Willa Yuda, who's AEW. Before that, Daniel Garcia, AEW. Before that, Willa Yuda. AEW. Uh, Ring of Honor tag team champions. Better than you, baby. Definitely both AEW. Before that, Aussie Open, who signed with AEW. Mm. Uh, then you had the six man or trios belts. Currently, Mogul Embassy. Okay, this one's sort of debatable. Are these guys signed to AEW? Because they don't really seem to make that much time on AEW TV. And then mm. they defeated the Hung Bucks, who are obviously AEW. And your women's champ, Athena, AEW, who defeated Mercedes, who was signed to AEW. So... I want Ring of Honor to do well, but there is 
it has just become like ring of the elite it is like it's not even their version of nxt because it doesn't really seem to benefit anyone who's in developmental it's just like hey here's this extra brand we can put all these belts on people who aren't really doing anything at the moment mm. but yeah side side rant aside from a ring of honor uh First opening match on your Ring of Honor pre-show. Because <laughs> that's basically what this pre-show was. Eddie Kingston defending the Ring of Honor World Championship against Jay Lethal with Karen Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh and Sanjay Dutt ringside in Lethal's corner. How do you think this match went? Uh, not great. True, true. Yeah, um, pretty much um, what you expected, but um, yeah, this was completely skippable. Um, I love Eddie Kingston, but Jesus Christ, can we fuck off with the Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett shit? Like, I love Jeff Jarrett, but there's got to be a better role for him. Yeah, give him the tag belts. Give them they the Ring of Honor six-man belts. Yeah, yeah, that'd work. Yeah. Uh, like, do something with these guys. Like, how many times are you going to have them challenge for belts, be it AEW or Ring of Honor, and come up short? Hmm. Yeah. Also, I suppose now's the point where we can talk about this, um, what is it, Continental Collision Tournament thingy, the world's end. What's this mm-hmm. thing uh, that they're doing? Continental Classic. Jesus H. Christ, what in the living fuck is this? Yeah, it's going to be another belt. Oh, yeah, because that's what AEW needs as well. We just talked about all the Ring of Honor champs. Uh, You've got AEW World, AEW International, AEW TNT. You've also got floating around the FTW Championship, AEW Tag, AEW Trios, AEW Women's World, AEW TBS, which is the women's TV title. So what's this new title going to be called? I guess the Continental Classic Championship? I don't know. Why do we need a new belt? Why isn't this tournament like for uh, whatever the January pay-per-view number one contender to the world title or something like that? Yeah. they. I get that Tony Khan's a Japan mark and he wants to do his own G1 sort of thing. Fair you enough. You mean bound for glory tournament? <laughs> Yeah, the the Bound for Glory series. That was good, though. That was good. The Global good. Heritage Tournament. Oh, yuck. Um, yeah, so he wants to do that. I get it. But fuck me, dude. <laughs> Another tournament. Where's that DJ Coloured soundbite? Another one. Another <laughs> one. Uh, was it six wrestlers in each group? Blah, 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 blah. Because it's 
Oh, yeah. And Kingston, being the only champ in this entire draw, is forced to defend both his Ring of Honor World and New Japan Strong Openweight titles in every match. Mm. Uh, so I'm guessing if it's a time limit double count out draw, he retains? Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to see if there's a name for this new championship. I can't see it anywhere. Uh, and the winner becoming the inaugural AW Triple Crown champion. Okay. Sure thing, Tony Khan. Uh, so Blue League has Andrade El Idolo, Brian Danielson, Eddie Kingston, Brody King, Claudio Casanoli, and Daniel Garcia. Gold League has Jay White, John Moxley, Swerve Strickland, Jay Lethal, Mark Briscoe, and Rush. Mm. Any picks there from uh, either league to advance to a final? Jesus, I'm so confused on all of this. Yeah. Um, I think the final's probably going to be... No, because it's going to end up being for the ROH belt, so you don't want Swerve to win it because you want Swerve to go for the AEW belt. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) I think the final might be Danielson J. White. So I'm thinking uh, from the gold league, J. White. Yep. And then the other league, I'm thinking it can go one of three ways. Uh, You have Eddie Kingston win. Eddie Kingston was the one who defeated J. White, kicking him out of New Japan on a New Japan strong show. Brian Danielson, Jay White would be a good matchup. And on the final, and here's my final choice, on the final uh, Blue League match day, uh, Kingston and Claudio go at it, and the winner of that could be Claudio, who goes on to face Jay White. Mm. Or you could just do something completely out of left field and go, Danielson mocks. Oh, let me. You could, yeah, I could see Danielson Mox being a real possibility too. I could see Mox actually winning this whole thing just to give him something else to do. But see, Jay White needs it. Yeah, he he needs the rehab after the MJF thing. Yeah. Um, Danielson. Could use it. He needs something. Mox needs something. And then you've got the pin eaters in each group, unfortunately. But that's kind of what Brody King's role is going to be. Daniel Garcia is probably going to be a pin eater. Andrade is probably going to be a pin eater. Roosh, Mark Briscoe, Jay Lethal, they're going to be pin eaters in their groups. Yeah. Which sort of leaves leaves you with the top three for each group, which would be in the blue league, Danielson, Claudio, and Eddie, and Moxley, Swerve, and Jay White in the gold. Yeah. Uh, I hope they do something outrageous and 
shock us with some of the results, but so far, no shocks. Yeah. I, I suppose here's the other thing too, like, have they named Kingston's first opponent? Uh, Brody King. So on night one of his league, he could lose to Brody King, and then Brody yeah. King's got to defend these belts for the remainder of the tournament, and it could end up on Andrade on the final night. Yeah. And then that's a weird thing too, because if Eddie loses somewhere, but he tops people in this group, which obviously won't happen because of booking, they could have it where they don't have the other two belts go through. That's the weird thing about this booking. It's not like, oh, the winner will face Eddie Kingston to become a triple-time champion. Yeah. It's just, no, Eddie's going to defend against everyone, and then whoever goes through, goes through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another tournament. Good good job, Tony Khan. Okay. Yeah. More Ring of Honor pre-shows. We see Claudio Castanoli taking on Buddy Matthews in a singles match going about 10 minutes. Yeah, Buddy Matthews, payday. Fuck yeah. I mean, here's the, the problem with such a big roster. Like, Buddy's someone who could, in theory, like, go about his own single journey while still being in House of Black, go after that. Uh, what's the one Orange has? Uh, international title. That'd be a good match, Orange and Buddy. Orange and Buddy would be good. Yeah. Man, oh. Buddy's being so fucking wasted, dude. It's doing my head in. I, I look yeah. at most of this AEW roster and I'm just saying, like, the people they're prioritizing. And not the right choices. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's so frustrating. This is why Tony needs to uh, delegate people to either book Ring of Honor for him or delegate a bunch of bookers and he just has final sign-off. Yep. Because he's starting to get a bit of burnout, I feel. Yep. Uh, yeah, so Claudio picking up the win there over Buddy by submission uh, after about 10 minutes. Third match of your pre-show is MJF and his filling tag team partner because if Joe does this, he'll get a future world title shot. So it is MJF and Samoa Joe defending the Ring of Honor world tag team titles against the Guns, Austin and Colton Gunn. What did you think of this match? I think they need to hurry up and just strip these fucking tag belts from MJF and Cole. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so we haven't talked much wrestling in the past two months. I agree with you. Um, The Righteous match, I would have been happy for Switchblade to come out behind the rest black, attack MJF, lead through the crowd, the Righteous get the pin. Yeah, especially, especially now, in hindsight, the Righteous now have fucking Lance Archer with them and Jake Roberts. Mm. 
so like yeah them winning the tag belts and then being like we wouldn't have done it without the fucking mad genius behind it all and then they reveal jake roberts or you could have done it where instead of it being switchblade it was archer who runs out through the crowd and you do the reveal the next night on tv yeah um then you had this match and like cole's around ringside and oh he comes out at the end of the match and they're saying like oh cole will still be out for like another three months what the fuck are we holding up this division for yeah yep uh, and uh, remember I, when aew slash ring of honor was like yeah but they do tag teams good um <laughs> I will say right now that is probably their weakest shit is their tag team division. They've got so much fucking talent and they're prioritizing fucking throw together the tag teams. Uh, yeah, we can get to that when we talk about the other tag belts. Well, 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 yeah, this is another throw together tag team they're focusing on fucking Adam Cole and MJF. Mm-hmm. And then it, you look look at the AEW tag belts, who they're held by, another fucking randomly thrown together tag team. And then they're going to get challenged by another fucking thrown together tag team. And fuck me, it just doesn't end. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. You are right. Um, so here's, here's the thing, you know, the guns are giving it their all. They come up short. They lose because Samar Joe taps them out. Then Joe just goes, Hey, I've won. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Leaves. Yep. And then the guns are like, oh, we're going to beat down MJF now. I would have liked if instead of the guns beating down MJF, Joe won and like he's holding up the Ring of Honor tag belt and MJF takes it from him. And then Joe just goes, well, fuck you and just lays out MJF. You get the exact same result of having MJF laid out and Joe looking strong and why did you have the guns tap out here and then two minutes later they're beating the shit out of MJF to the point where he goes to hospital? Yeah. No? I'm the only one uh, no. thinking that? <laughs> no, no. It does make so much sense. It almost makes too much sense for this fucking company. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, your Ring of Honor pre-show, completely skippable. Yeah. Okay, uh, match Alex was probably looking forward to the most. Kip, kick off the show here of our four-hour pay-per-view. Yep. Uh, Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland with, oh, yeah, we haven't talked about this, 21-time world champion in their corner, Ric Flair. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. Ric Flair's in AEW. What the fuck? Uh, brief, brief recap as to why Ric Flair is in AEW. Because he wants to fucking sell his energy drink. Is it better or worse than KSI's energy drink? Well, I, well I've tried KSI and Logan Paul's fucking rehydration drink i have not tried their energy version which because i just don't drink energy drinks but there's no way rick flares is any good either surely not 
Have, no. you, have you seen like the fucking the can on it? It just looks it looks fucking lowbrow. Hang on. It just looks lowbrow. Energy drink. Rick Flair energy. Woo energy. It's just a cartoon photo uh, picture of his face, like Yeah. It looks shit. Woo energy Rick Flair sip energy and focus mushroom blend. But what? Mushroom blend energy drink. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm sure it still just tastes like a normal energy drink, but uh it's just a weird thing that they do these days where they try to put fucking random ingredients in shit and call it healthy. So here are the three flavors. Yeah. Dragon fruit. Okay. okay. Lemon. Fair. Yeah, it sounds good. Strawberry banana. They all sound nice. It's the part that has mushroom on it with those flavors does not sound nice so okay uh, the, this, yeah adap- adaptogenic mushrooms have been around for centuries these compounds contain adaptogens that help the body fight off harmful chemicals and biological effects that create stress at the cellular level using these naturally potent antioxidants daily can help protect and enhance overall well-being so it'd be basically just like putting some like vitamins in the drink basically that's it it wouldn't have any actual mushroom flavor to it thank fuck (laughs) (laughs) Mm, chunky Uh, Mm. so this is 24 bucks us that translates roughly to around 50 aud uh, without yeah. post. Oh boy, no thanks. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, Ric Flair in the corner of Sting because Sting's retiring. Oh. Versus the Patriarchy, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. Perfect uh, name for this group. Yeah. Oh, I suppose uh, we can touch briefly on uh, on Dynamite. Uh, no longer Luchasaurus. Yeah, he is now Kill Switch, <laughs> which is good because he's like, yeah. So Luchasaurus is going to be my finisher, so he's going to be called my finisher, the Kill Switch. Yeah. Uh, what about young Nick Wayne? Was there any change there? Yeah, the prodigy Nick Wayne. I like what, it. What he should have done. And I've yeah. seen this. T- this is what, something I saw on Twitter, so I'm not going to take credit for this. He kept calling Nick Wayne his son, right? So he should yeah. have just given Nick Wayne his last name. And going forward, he's now Nick Cage. <laughs> I did see that online. I did see one. Uh, was it the um, christening of the patriarchy? I think they said it was going to be the segment. I did see uh, also Luchasaurus now being Lucha Cage. <laughs> Lucha Cage. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Uh, I thought... Cagesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I thought this was a really fun six man. Uh, definitely got the crowd up there for the start of the show. Uh, on the outside behind the rest back, Christian goes around. Low bows, Ric Flair. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sting, Darby, and uh, Adam. Always weird saying Adam. I want to say Edge. Yeah, I mean, everyone still calls him Edge. MJF called him fucking Edge in the press conference. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they get the win here after 15-10. Following that, a singles match for the international championship. It is champion versus former champion as Orange Cassidy with Hook in his corner will face John Moxley with Wheeler Yuta in his corner. Alex. Was this pay-per-view on a day ending with why? It sure was. <laughs> yes, and uh, John Moxley bleeds. I am shocked. <laughs> um, I found this match to be really good, and I felt it didn't overstay its welcome. It didn't. It didn't. It was a really good match. Yeah, and it showed that Orange can go as well when he needs to, when he's like, when he actually feels that he needs to from a character perspective, I guess. And I like like that he doesn't do it all the time either. He saves it. Mm. Still think the pairing of Orange and Hook here is a bit weird. Yeah. I mean, I would like Hook to be doing some more serious stuff. It'd be like if uh, Taz came in from East, uh, ECW and they paired him with Gold Dust straight away. It'd be like if Taz came in from ECW and they paired him up with Spike Dudley. Oh, no, they did that. Spike Dudley's awesome. How dare you dismiss the man with a finisher called the Acid Drop? The, the whole point of their tag team was, <laughs> lol, they're little. <laughs> Look at yeah. how little they are. Oh, they're so little. No, it was good. Uh, uh, maybe not <laughs> at the time, but <laughs> Rose covered the glasses. Uh, yeah. So, Orange Cassidy here getting the win, defeating Mox. Sign of disrespect post-match, there's like a, a bit of a scuffle between best friends and some of the Blackpool Combat Club. Yuta flipping off some of the best friends as they go backstage. Uh, your next match is for the AEW Women's Championship, and it is Hikaru Shida, champion once again after defeating Soraya. Like, are we just yeah, going? What a uh, fucking ra- what a rain that was. Uh, Soraya. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking rain Soraya had. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It was all about that moment, the win. But after that, I cannot tell you a single thing until she lost it. Yeah, there was, it was pointless. Honestly, it was pointless. The moment happened, but honestly, that she could have <laughs> just, she could have just been in any match and had a win, and that would have been a moment. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Sheeta, champion once again. It feels like any time. Tony Khan's in trouble with the women's division or like 
oh, I want this heel to win the title, but uh, a heel already has it, even though it's going to be like a triple threat four-way match. Uh, uh, we'll drop the belt to Sheeta. He, yeah. he did this before Wembley with Tony Storm losing to Sheeta, and now he's done it before, well, not before full gear, but, you know, around here with Soraya losing it to to um, Sheeta again. Yeah, so what, Sheeta's a three-time champ now. Three-time champ going into this match. Her best run was obviously her first run, and... I would say she's one of the colder women on the roster ever since that run, and uh, it's just absolutely mind-boggling to me that he keeps going back to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I there, are, there are other women on that roster that I think are hotter right now than her. That, Like, obviously the result of this match uh, results in the hottest... Um, well-booked woman on the roster winning the belt, which is fair. But there's other people on the roster that have been gaining momentum before this pay-per-view that probably should have been in that spot instead of Sheeta. And I'm talking about, like, Julia Hart's had a good run, Sky Blue. These ones are naturally getting over, and then, well, before this pay-per-view, not getting the shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot more uh, depth to the women's division other than the uh, select few we've had at the top this year. Yeah, we just keep rotating the same fucking champs. Actually, that yeah, that is true. Yeah, and guess wow. what's gonna guess what's gonna happen when Jamie Hayter comes back from injury? Jada's gonna go short reign. <laughs> well, I think she'll just take it straight off Tony. But then we're just rotating through another past champ again. <laughs> yeah. Also true. And then guess what happens when Jamie Hayter wins that belt? They're going to do the fucking Britt Baker feud. Britt Baker <laughs> or Soraya. Yeah. And, well, they'll go oh, to Soraya. Yeah, what happened to Britt, <laughs> by the way? Where is Britt? Don't like, know. I, I've seen she was advertised for an upcoming show in... Pittsburgh, I think it's Collision and Rampage this week, which uh, side note, Tony, fix your fucking TV deal. We don't need Collision and Rampage switching days and airing back-to-back for a three-hour block. We also don't need Collision going head-to-head with Survivor Series, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) That is absolutely moronic. Yeah. Uh, so this match here, match number six of the evening, we'll see Sheeta defending her women's champ against timeless Tony Storm, accompanied by her butler, no longer a deathmatch legend, but the butler, Lufa. It's such a good role for him. Isn't it just? Yeah, and it's like, okay, good. You're actually making use of people you already have. Instead of bringing in someone random to be it. Ah, I see what you mean. Yes. Yeah, it's good. I do. Yeah. You're and actually making some chicken salad out of some chicken shit on your roster. And no offense to Luther, but he is the biggest chicken shit they had on their roster. 
Yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> to say that he had a um, notable run before this it would be the biggest overstatement <laughs> of the history. I mean, his one notable match is, what, that 30th anniversary against Jericho? Yeah, well, in hindsight, that's fucking outrageous. <laughs> uh, when he kept slipping trying to get up the top rope. Oh, yeah. He just had the jitters that night, okay? I'm, I'm sure it's not a reflection on his entire Yeah, work. He, he got nervous in front of the 200 people at Daly's place. <laughs> oh, jeez, we are just ripping into everyone today, it seems. Okay. Nah, fuck this. It's been too long. I'm not holding back. <laughs> Timeless Tony Storm. Are you enjoying and her oranges that she pulled out on commentary the other week? I will say I didn't get it for a bit. For a bit, I didn't get it. But you know what won me over? Yeah. It, it was this week on Dynamite won me over. The acceptance speech? The acceptance speech. Oh. <laughs> accepting it as if she just won an Oscar was so fucking good. Like, he... a, even having RJ City and, like, Renee Paquette, like, announce the new women's champion like they're <laughs> announcing the winners of an Oscar by, like, saying Tony Storm's name at the exact same time <laughs> and opening up an envelope and then cutting to Tony Storm in the crowd. <laughs> and she's got, I'd like to thank Anthony Khan and yeah. someone else, and, and then her music starts by... No, no, I'm not done yet. <laughs> uh, I will say the moment I turned the corner on Timeless Tony Storm, AEW versus NXT Super Title Tuesday, picture in picture, and she's there doing the two silent uh, picture in picture films. Mm. Ah, brilliant. Okay, uh, where are we now? So, yes. Timeless Tony Storm wins and is now a three-time mm. AEW Women's World Champion. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's the right call. <clears throat> yeah, it is. It, it, she is the hottest woman on the roster right now in terms of momentum. Yeah, 100%. I agree. And you say that with like someone like Brit, who, where has Brit been? Has she just been taking time off because Adam's injured? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, following that, match number seven for the AW World Tag Team Championship. It is a four-way ladder match that we'll see. Kings of the Black Throne honoring the House of Black, Malachi Black, and Brody King. FTR. Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood, uh, La Faction in Gablanables, Rush and Delistico, with Jose the assistant and Preston Vance ringside, versus Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Yes, Big Bill is your defending tag team champion. Yep. What the fuck? These guys, work, I'll give them credit. These guys worked their ass off for this match. This match was good. Yeah. I do not like the result. 
No. I thought, okay, I don't really want to see FTR win because they've already had these titles recently. I don't want to see House of Black win because these guys just had the trios titles not that long ago. Let's put on Love Faction and Goblin Arbalace, you know? Let's do something fresh with this division. Mm. But no, exactly. Plus, it gives Andrade, like, something to boaster about in his promos going into this uh, G1 Continental League thing. But, yeah, no, we're just staying the course. Ricky Starks and Big Bill. And here's the problem. Who is next, Alex? And who is probably going to win these titles? The Golden Jets. Fuck, I hate that name. Go back to Winnipeg. Yeah, go back to Winnipeg, you idiots. Um, Ugh. I mean, okay, so Kenny Omega is going to have another fucking tag title run because let's not forget him and Hangman held those belts. Yeah, but here's my problem. Jericho could have done this with Sammy. Guevara, yeah, or any other member from the JAS, Hager, or... There was a time where they could have done it with MJF, Jericho yeah. and MJF. But unless the idea is putting Big Bill and Ricky Starks with Jericho and Omega to help those guys, don't give the Golden Jets these titles. No, this should be... By the way, like, nothing against Big Bill. You know I'm a Big Bill, Mark. You just know I am. (laughs) Um, He's he's, seven foot tall and you can't teach that. (laughs) He's built like a fucking brick shit house. He's looks like... (laughs) Looks like a fucking star. He's tall. He, looks, he, he does power bombs. He wears jeans. Like, why wouldn't I love him? He looks uh, like the younger nephew of Tess. Oh, he, imagine if he started coming out with leather pants. Um, fuck, I would love that. <laughs> Get Bill. in my boy's stable. <laughs> Bill, Bill, this is a Bill. Um, Uh, uh, oh shit! Someone make that theme for me right now. Uh, um, hang on, I'll <laughs> drop that down. I'll do it for you later. <laughs> That's just the kind of guy I am. Um, but fuck me, like, and Ricky Starks is great. Don't get me wrong; they're actually a good pairing. I like them together. But is this the best use of Ricky Starks? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. In the tag division? Fuck no. Like, especially, like, this time last year, we were almost ready for Ricky Starks to win the world belt. Yeah. He was as hot as he had ever gotten this time last year. And now it feels like that's cooled down. But that's, that's the problem with, like, having so many singles belts and so many long reigns, and then guys keep coming back to these titles. Like, granted, Orange is back as IC champ, but you could have pivoted to 
Ricky Stark somewhere along the way of being uh, international champ. Why, why the fuck did we have to turn Ricky Stark's heel in the first place? Also true. Unless, unless Ricky's the one to beat MJF. Yeah. Okay, I think it's going to be one of two people after Joe, and we can uh, discuss that after the main event. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to discredit the guys putting it all in this ladder match. Uh, a few crimson masks, notably Brody. Freaking yeah, yeah, but, but how, does, how does this match happen? I watch most of this pay-per-view, and... Then I watched Dynamite a few days later, and then they show some highlights from this match, and I'm like, what? That happened? <laughs> oh, like you completely forgot about it. Completely forgot any of this happened. Well, the pay-per-view's five hours, plus however long the pre-show is afterwards. Yeah. And, oh, man. And by the end of this pay-per-view, I was just like, oh, why did I even watch this shit? But anyway, because um, like at this point, we're already doing like Adam Cole versus Jay White in the main oh, event. Yeah, so after after Sting, Darby, and Edge win, uh, Adam Cole, uh, no, was it? Uh, Jay White comes down the ramp with Shivani and he says, well, because MJF can't compete, you might as well award me the title. Cole comes out on crutches and in a moon boot. And remind remind you at home, commentary had said during the uh, tag match that Cole's still supposed to be out for months. And Cole says, no, I'm going to defend this belt. And I'm thinking, what the fuck are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe he'll come out, he'll get down to the ring, he's going to rip off his moon boot, and hey, yo, he's healed. Okay, so so there's a little uh, a little sprinkling before we get to the main event. Uh, mm-hmm. Match number eight, we'll see Chris Statlander, the TBS champion, defending against both Sky Blue and Julia Hart in a freeway. Now, just a little reminder for you, she defeated Julia Hart relatively clean last month on yeah. pay-per-view. Uh, and I'm pretty sure she's also been Sky Blue on TV. But that's neither here nor there. Um, <coughs> apologies again, I'm under the weather. Uh, this was a fun women's match. Uh, both Julia and Sky Blue, I thought, got really good receptions on pay-per-view in front of the crowd this time around. Yep. Um, and I love the win here because there's, like, classic heel booking. Statlander hits uh, her finisher on Sky Blue. Sky Blue's out. Uh, ref counts one, two. Julie Hart comes in, throws Statlander out of the ring, picks up the pinfall. One, two, three. Pin Sky Blue. So Julia Hart is now AEW TBS champion. Logical booking would tell you the next challenger would be Statlander at some point on TV because she didn't pin Statlander. Yeah. Are we going that way on TV? Doesn't appear so. Yeah. Uh, it, it appears Sky Blue's next, right? 
yeah, I, I don't know sometimes with this company. But it's good to see Julia Hart get the win here. Maybe we can shift uh, Statlander up to the World Women's Championship. So um, my favourite thing of Julia Hart winning the title was um, NXT's own, we haven't even had a chance to talk about this, Lexus King, the former Bri- King. the former Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, yeah. yeah well, he, he, tweet, he tweeted out, like, proud of you, and then, like, put up, uh, like, something along those lines, and then put up a photo of the Varsity Blondes with Julia Hart on their shoulders. Yeah. And and then in the post-show press conference, she talks about how much she hated being the cheerleader for the Varsity Blondes. So, so like, you have fucking Brian Pilmagenia over there in NXT reminiscing about it, how much he loved being with Julia Hart, and then she just comes out at the press conference and says, no, nah, I hated it. It sucked. Um, are you still watching a bit of NXT? I watched it to see the debut of Pillman Jr. to see how that was. It wasn't yeah. great. So, he, the weeks are building up Brian Pillman Jr. and then he comes out and says, no, I'm not going to be my father's son. I'm going to be Lexus King. Yeah. Which is his stepfather and then there's Interviews flying around of him, like from Dark Side of the Ring, Pillman, or some other yeah, interview. Yeah, talking about how his fucking father, stepfather, abused him. Yeah, yeah, it's very confusing. So, okay, from Kayfay, he doesn't want to be remembered by his dead father, who died when he was young, but he wants to be remembered as the stepfun of his abusive stepfather. Yeah. NXT, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, happy to see Julia get the win here. Okay, match number nine of the night, and if this had closed the pay-per-view, I would have been happy. It is a Texas death match of Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve and Prince Nana dancing to the ring with a bunch of girls. Yeah, this was fantastic. This is up there for match of the year contender. This is what AEW was meant to be. This match encapsulated the original appeal of AEW. It wasn't doing what the competition does. It was doing what the competition can't. Yeah. And that's what made this company so great in the first place. And this was a reminder that they can still do that. Yeah. I, I loved this match at points. Like, I think Swerve's the first one to bleed and quite heavily. And Hangman gets split, it seems like, on the top of his head when yeah. the ref's checking him. And he's bleeding quite heavily. There's broken glass. There's cinder blocks. There's tables. There's a staple gun, and Hangman, Hangman is stapling hand paintings of his kids to swerve. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this match. Um, for those pointing out in the comments, hey, why did Brian Cage run down and not the Gates of Agony? Do you know the answer, Alex? 
Um, no. Well, the Gates of Agony are actually in World Tag League in New Japan. Oh, there you go. I haven't been paying attention over there. <laughs> <laughs> no one does. Um, uh, yeah, so this this was great. And I'm sure you're wondering, listeners, yeah. how listeners are wondering, how can you say, like, this was that good when you complain about Moxley bleeding? And here's the thing. This bled because it needed it. Mox does it just because he can. I just want to put that out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that clarification. Seen, yeah, go on. Have you seen the latest OSW review all in 2023? No, I haven't seen that yet. Okay, well, uh, yeah. Uh, they figured out a good way of getting around uh, Mox bleeding on YouTube with Mox Vision. Right. The and screen what's... just turns red. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yes, shout out to the OSW boys. Um, so, yes, worth winning this match. Two wins over Hangman. No real need for a third. Surely Swerve will be moving up the pecking order, you'd think. Oh, actually, he's got to go through this G1 tournament through to December, doesn't he? Yep, of course well, he does. Enjoy that, Swerve. And if the pay-per-view had ended here, I would have been as happy as Larry. But we've still got two matches to go, and they're quite lengthy. So we have Young Bucks taking on the Golden Jets. If the Bucks win, the Golden Jets have to disband. But if the Golden Jets win, they get the Young Bucks uh, number one contendership tag team opportunity that the Bucks had won at the last pay-per-view. Yep. Also, the Bucks had won a number one contendership at the last pay-per-view and decide not to enact it and just let the champs had a four-way ladder match instead. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. Maybe um, the logic is they wanted the champs to have that ladder match first, so the champs are weak. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the only logical reason for that that I can see. Yeah. Um to me, this match was fine, but it's like every Young Bucks tag match. At a point, it just becomes Lucha Rules. Yes. Um, I, I actually thought Jericho did a good job in this match. Yeah, he did as good as Jericho can do for his age. Yeah. Trying think... to keep up with the Bucks and Omega. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did well. Um, I just, I just don't <laughs> care because now we're doing this thing where the Bucks want to turn on Kenny again, or the Bucks are turning heel again, and it's like I feel like we've been here again, been here before with Hangman. We did it in New Japan, and we did it in AEW. This would be the third time. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. No. Please don't. Um. So closing yeah. stage here. Can we just fucking separate the Bucks and Kenny and, like, just keep the elite apart from each other? Don't do a breakup. Just keep them away. Keep them doing their own things. Yeah, but that also led to Cody trying to end racism. <laughs> Shut up. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I uh, didn't hate it. And I'm not going to lie. AEW hasn't been the same since Cody left. 
Yeah, it's been better. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, it'll be interesting this week at the uh, pay-per-view watch party. You and Warwick on opposite sides of the couch, cheering on opposite teams. <laughs> I'm just praying for, like, one of these pay-per-views coming up, Cody versus Drew. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. Okay, uh, enough getting around this match. Uh, closing stage here, Jericho's laid out on one side of the ropes, one of the Bucks is laid out on the other side of the ropes in that position for the Kenny V trigger knee to the back of the head. He points at um, Jericho, goes bang, charges up on the ropes, but doesn't hit Jericho, bounces off and hits the box, and this leads to a uh, series of manoeuvres that ends up with Jericho and Kenny winning by pinfall after 20 minutes. To me, this match went about 10 minutes too long. Yep. But it's a fine match, but after like four and a half hours, it did get a bit longer than the two. Yep. And especially after the the bloodshed we had just seen in the match before. Okay. Main event time with about 40 minutes to go in the show. We have a video package, and then out comes Adam Cole, baby, on crutches still, gets in the ring on crutches, does his pose against the rope with his moon boots still on. Then out comes Jay White with the guns. And before the bell rings, an ambulance backs up. And it's Big Papa Pup. Yeah, can we fuck off with this trope of wrestler steals an ambulance to get back to the arena? Like, it makes no fucking sense. Yes. (laughs) I fucking hate it. I hate it too. So... (laughs) The ref doesn't ring the bell because MJF comes out and says that he'll wrestle so Cole doesn't have to. Wow, what a bait and switch. Yep. Uh, like, by this point, I was just done. And, I'm just, and here's the worst thing. Maybe it's a little bit of Regency bias, but I was just cheering for Jay White the entire match. Yeah, and honestly, this wasn't even a good match. This dragged. On on whose part? Both, to be honest, because, like, the story, I will say mainly on MJF's side because he is doing the right thing selling that injury, but it sort of just dragged the match out for too long. Yeah. It It was hard to pay attention. Second longest match of the night, yeah. twenty minutes, uh, twenty nine minutes and forty five seconds, ten seconds shorter than Swerve and Hangman that I found the blue by. Yep, and I think like most of this match was MJF selling on the ground that he had a sore leg. Yeah, either so, inside the, on the ring mat. or outside the ring. Yeah. The the. Okay, here's how bad this match was. The one part I remember that comes straight to mind, MJF puts Jay White on the table and it immediately falls apart. Yep. And then he climbs up the the turnbuckles and, yeah. Yep. I'm sort of done 
with MJF. I'm definitely done with him as double champ if Cole's still going to be out for a few months. Yep. I want somebody else to just come in, beat the shit out of MJF, and take these Ring of Honor tag belts. Yep. They te- Oh, my God, I just remembered. They teased the towel-throwing spot by Cole during this match. Throwing back to MJF, throwing in the towel for Cody. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, overall, this was not a good end to the pay-per-view. Um, the other match of the night and how many beers and, I don't know, worst match of the night if you want to. Well, um, one thing we have forgot to mention is that they announced their blockbuster new signing. Oh, yeah. Uh, when was this? Uh, before the Tony Storm match? Uh, somewhere in the middle. I yeah. don't exactly remember, but um, I thought, well, here's the thing. Yeah. Like, it, it is a blockbuster signing, 100%, but he's been there. He's been there semi-regularly. So here's who I was thinking it could be. I was thinking... Well, it can't be this person because they're signed in New Japan. Somebody who's respected worldwide. Well, that rules out Ronda Rousey. Who, Uh, by the way, fucking wrestled in Ring of Honor last week? Ridiculous. Absolutely. Absolutely no fanfare, by the way. (laughs) Good. Um, So I was thinking maybe Gamers, maybe... Mercedes, Mercedes Monet. Seamus. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's, I think he's still with WWE. Yeah, he just hasn't been seen for so long. Yeah, I think he's injured. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, I think he got injured in that edge match. Yeah. And then I was thinking, oh, it's probably too soon for those signings. Like, yeah, Dolph, Elias, all that sort of group that got released around then. And I'm just Mm. trying to think, who else is there really? Well, there's a few free agents from MLW with the drama that's gone on there, but I don't think they really match the the name here that he's teasing. Yeah, I I don't think people are going to be like, holy shit, Alexander Hammerstone's a blockbuster signing, although he would be. I don't think he is. Yeah, uh, or anyone from sort of um, impact. And he's recently signed, uh, what's her name? Uh, May from Stardom? Yeah, Mariah May. Thank you. Um, so that took her off the table. And Kota Ibushi during the week was announced as being all elite. So I'm just like trying to figure out who. I'm thinking that sitting there going, no, he's definitely signed with New Japan until at least January. It's got to be Mercedes. So did you but have That's what any... I thought. That's thought was... I thought it was Mercedes. I thought mm. there might have been some fucking loophole and they were able to snag Ziggler. Yep. Um, I didn't think Osprey was worth the announcement. What are you talking about, bruv? I mean, he is huge, yeah. and 
it is a huge sighting, 100%. But we've seen him here <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Uh, uh, it'll be good. I think, what do you say? February is when his uh, New Japan contract ends. Yeah. So he'll be back after February. Yeah, and that's another thing I don't like about the announcement of the signing. Announcing the signing before he can actually properly start doing it. Like, no, I don't like that. Yeah. Because you've you've dedicated pay-per-view time to the announcement of this and you can't capitalise on it. For Ah. months. So by then you're going to need to do vignettes or something. By then, you're going to have to re-fucking-hype it up. And at that point, you were just better off just announcing it, say, at Revolution. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. Um, mm, match of the night and how many beers for you? Our match of the night is 1 million percent Swerve and Hangman. Yeah, I agree with that. My match of the night, Swerve and Hangman. Yeah. Um, overall, I'll give this three and a half beers because I felt so fucking disappointed by the ending of this show. Yeah. Because I felt like this pay-per-view was pretty much building around who the fuck is the devil. Oh, yeah. Um. So for me three beers, I thought, oh, at the ending here as MJF's going up the ramp, maybe Joe will run out and attack him from behind because Joe's there. We saw him earlier tonight. But um, no, that didn't happen. So the devil, the two big theories I've seen going around online, well, three, one which is completely ridiculous, CM Punk. I still don't think that's that out of the realm of possibilities knowing this company <laughs> and uh, how th- and how this company can fucking work people from time to time number two Adam Cole that is th- the most logical one number three uh, what's his name Jack Perry because of that- going back to their feud with the uh, the world way world title that makes sense to me too although i feel like that's disappointing (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i I don't know i think they're dragging it out because cole's fucking injured and they can't do anything with him until he's uh healthy again also yeah as much as i love the kingdom and roderick strong can we fuck off with the whole adam yeah, well, they think it's a meme and it's funny, but I'm fucking done with it. It is turn the channel fucking energy. Yeah. Also, uh, can we talk about before this weekend, Ric Flair is the member of Evolution who's had the most recent match? Yeah, yeah, we might as well bank on that before this weekend. <laughs> yeah, fucking, it's just absolutely surreal. Yeah, st- so... I still think Sting's retirement match is going to be against Ric Flair. Are you excited for WWE Fall Brawl War Games? 
I actually am. Okay, I'm, so I'm keen on it. We got Gunther versus Miz for the IC title. Did you see their promo on Raw? No. Oh, they had a fantastic promo segment, and Gunther's Gunther basically proved like he is more than just an in-ring guy. He can handle his own on the mic. Oh. It was fantastic. Good. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Starks for the women's world title. Fucking ra- random as fuck, but okay. Yeah, it feels like this was from... Actually, no, it wasn't even Rhea and Trish. It was Becky and Trish feuding. <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah, you are right. This is random as fuck. Uh, singles match of Carlito versus Santos Escobar. I don't hate it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? We got to do something with our uh, legend that we re-signed Carlito. Yeah, and they're, they're building Santos as a heel because of his attack on Ray. I don't hate it at all. He's better as a heel. Yeah, awesome. 100%. Yeah. Um. Women's War Games match of Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control members Bailey, Asuka, Io Shirai, and Kari Sane. Uh, the Pirate Princess has set sail once again to Stanford. Yep. Um, I, I don't hate this. They're, yeah. they're also building this weird dynamic where, like, Bailey is sort of the odd one out in damage control. They've kind of been building that in promos the last uh, the last month or so, and I like where that story's going. Yeah. Dakota's also still out injured, isn't she? Yeah. She has been showing up for promos yeah. and stuff, but yeah. She's not getting physical. No. Yeah. Uh, and then the men's war game match that we'll see the Judgment Day. Damien Priest, Finn Bella, Dirty Dom, and JD McDonough with Drew McIntyre facing off against Seth Rollins, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, Randy Orton, and Cody Rhodes. I mean, all the memes going around of Cody saying he has a friend he can call up, and then just photos of Arn Anderson with his clock. Fuck, I just want all of the old Cody, like, Cody vs. AEW tropes to come back to WWE. Like, Arn is... I don't think Arn's with the with AEW anymore. So, Arn and Brock Anderson both have left AEW. Yeah. So, I would love Cody to come out with clipboard Arn Anderson again as his coach whispering in his ear as he walks down. Arn Anderson is as the counteract to fucking Paul Heyman for WrestleMania. That'd be great. Are you still hoping it's Cody versus I, Roman? I, I still, I still think that's happening. Who the fuck else would it be? LA Knight. Nah, that that he just fucking lost to Roman. Just Cody lost last WrestleMania. He got screwed. There's yeah. a story building. LA Knight lost to Roman and hasn't done shit since. 
Cody already finished the story. He won the tag titles. Uh, uh, stop getting under my skin. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, another thing we need to talk about Survivor Series. Uh, Shinsuke, like, did a promo calling someone out, a mystery person out for an open challenge. And the fans think this is going to be Sam Punk. Yep. And the fans also think Sam Punk signing with Impact because Ace Steel is working as a booker for Impact. Oh, no. Yeah, just let the fans do whatever they want online. It makes them happy. Yeah. Speaking yeah. about things uh, online. I would, I would love it yeah. if Shinsuke's fucking mystery opponent is Brock. Just saying. Is that a throwback to... Anoki yeah. Gino? Yep. Fuck it hell. And wouldn't you just love to see like modern day Shinsuke and Brock go at it? Yes, if yeah. it's the same Shinsuke that was against Seth a few months ago, then yes. Yeah, because Shinsuke's been on a fucking roll lately. Yeah, he only was in hibernation for like five years. Well, now that Trips is pretty much booking everything, now Shinsuke's got shit he can dig his teeth into again. Because uh, yeah, Trips not... Trips loves his Shinsuke. Oh, uh, well. Hey, speaking about things that people do online for fun, did you have to catch NWA pay-per-views Salamance or whatever the hell it was called? Oh, I did see a little bit of... I saw, <laughs> I saw the clip of fucking... James Mitchell doing coke in the crowd. <laughs> CW, TV executive, Billy Corgan smiling politely, and it's gone. Did you what? see the fucking post Nick Aldis put up? On his uh, Instagram no. story? What did he put up? Because um, CW, humans, just to... Just to uh, explain everything. CW were meant to be signing with NWA for a TV deal. CW pulled out because of the angle they did on the pay-per-view where James Mitchell did coke. <laughs> a week later, CW announces that they're going to start broadcasting NXT next year. <laughs> and Nick Aldis on his Instagram story just just uh, reshared that announcement of CW and NXT partnering, partnering up. And, you know, on Instagram stories, you can pick a song to play. Oh, yeah? He picked Into the Fire, <laughs> the original NWA power song. What <laughs> the shit stirrer. Oh. And, and like, yeah, if you have your shit on mute, it's it's not even a fucking dig. But if you don't have your shit on mute, holy fuck, it is the most subtle fucking amazing snarky bullshit I've seen. I love it. Uh, by the way, by the way, yeah, yeah. Other other things we've missed. We've missed a lot with WWE as well. Nick yeah. Aldis is the general manager of SmackDown. What the fuck? Yeah, good. He's been good so far. I mean, his best quality is, is his talking, and he does a good job at that. I've 
of sounding authoritarian. Uh, sounding dictarian. Authoritarian. Oh, okay. Yeah, sounding like an authority. But what? why the fuck is the general manager of both shows people that have never wrestled in the WWE and been NWA world champions? <laughs> who's the general manager of NXT? Oh, of Raw. No, the no, Raw- I said who's on NXT, Sean? I don't think there is a NXT general manager. Yeah, Grayson beat it out of him. Yeah. But um yeah, so on Raw and SmackDown, you've your general managers are people that have never actually wrestled in the WWE and their biggest claim to fame is winning the NWA world title. So what you're telling me is Tim Storm should be in line for uh, Tim Storm NXT to Florida. Yeah. Tim Storm to NXT confirmed. Um, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, that's why Tyrus retired. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why Tyrus retired, because he's going to be the new general manager for NXT. It's where Somebody it starts. It's where it started for him. It's where it ends. Oh, goodness, no. Uh, what else have we missed? Yeah, uh, Logan Paul is the US champion. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and he also saved Ray from landing square on his head and neck. Okay, so I get that everyone's like, fuck yeah, he saved him. He wouldn't have needed to have saved him if he wasn't standing so far back. <laughs> Just, <Yeah>. saying. <laughs> Just saying. Just um, saying. Uh, he did save him, but... <laughs> Yeah, that should not have been a situation where he needed to save him. I'm uh, just trying to have a look here at Saudi mania. But also, mm. like, maybe Ray's knees don't have quite the spring they used to, which is 100% understandable. And maybe someone like Ray should just chill on the springboards. What about Bass Lane? Were you excited for that? Fucking what happened on that one? Cody and his good close personal friend Jay Uso became tag champs. Yeah, that was good because of the press conference afterwards where both Jay and Cody were clearly hammered and just talking absolute shit. And and um <laughs> and um <laughs> Jay Jay Uso just keeps saying shit like you and like you feel me, you feel me, and then Cody just goes do you feel him, sir? <laughs> sir, do you feel him? Uh, <laughs> it was the, the so one, funny. The one thing I want to say to that is, if that was the other side of the coin, the internet fans would have tore that to shreds. I don't know. What do you mean? If it was uh, down uh, Jacksonville press conference instead of Stanford, and what they were drunk. Yeah, and yeah, one of true. them had a DUI record for numerous DUIs. Well, th- that was another thought that went through my head. Was like, <laughs> okay, Cody being drunk, that's fine. He hasn't done anything wrong whilst being drunk in the past. But, but 
uh, Jey Uso being publicly drunk at a press conference isn't necessarily the greatest look, even though he was fucking hilarious. My apologies to uh, the Uso twins. Uh, which one is Both. married to Naomi? Arthur, going to ask which one had the which <laughs> which which well, one had. Uh... I thought you were going to ask which one had the DUI, because um, they both did. Um, uh, Jimmy Uso is the one married to Naomi. Okay. I, uh, don't, I don't know who Jay, Jay's with. Because that's hmm. the one who got out and tried to fight the police officer. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, what else is there to touch on? Uh, oh, yeah, Impact is no more come... February, it will be TNA, TNA, TNA. Just devastated that they're not bringing six sides back, eh? <laughs> uh, it's smart because by all reports, including AJ Styles' interviews, that thing was a bitch to work in. They might bring it back for like a one-night-only thing. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to do it all the time. No, but... How do you do a six sides of steel with only four sides? Fuck. <laughs> we'll just put platforms on the other <laughs> end of the ring. Bang. <laughs> um, I, I hope they change all the belts to how the TNA belts used to be. Which is your favourite iteration of the TNA World Championship? The first official TNA World title. The Kurt Angle one? Oh, hang on. Have you lost me? No. Okay, I'll cut out. What What did uh, you say? I said, which one? The Kurt Angle one? Yeah, the one that Kurt Angle won to begin with. This before, one. before the super large one. This one. Hang on. Big you're, Eagle. You're not s- screen sharing. Oh. Hang on. You're rusty. I am. There we go. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Not yet. Oh well. I tried. Uh, yeah, so the uh, initial version, the one that happened after the NWA title. So, yeah, it is the Kurt Angle one. Yeah. It has, it has an eagle, I think, yeah. Yeah, it's very plain. It's just gold with a big eagle imprint on it. I mean, you could you could spice it up a little bit. I mean, out of all their belts, their worst one would have to be. Come on, you know which one their worst design is. Officially, the one where the one where they fucking slapped a sticker on the belt. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's up for debate now. Um, <laughs> yeah, is the it one... the immortal or is it the sticker? <laughs> well. Remember when they merged the TNA t- of the Impact title with the JFW title, and they just slapped an Impact sticker over the top of the J- JFW championship? Ah, uh, yeah, because the sale hadn't gone through fully. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I don't hate the Immortal title. I don't hate it. It does look like it's dangerous. To wear, so so many Very point, pointy, so many pointy bits going straight towards your bits. 
<laughs> like if you sat down with that thing on, you're in serious fucking danger. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I think I'm always a sucker for that AC breathe belt for like 2010 yeah. to... Yeah, the the second TNA title. Yeah. Yeah, that, so... that's a good one too. That one... The, the problem I have with that is that yeah. they've that that's recently made a comeback, that belt. <laughs> oh, it's um, Moose's TNA belt, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, do something slightly different. Yeah, you could. Um, um, but yeah, bring back the old X Division titles, any version where the X was red. Yeah. Bring Rest back the... Bring the old TNA tag belts back. Uh, Ring of Honor has whatever the hell it is. Um, pay per view, bloody Death Before Dishonor, isn't it? Coming up. Yep. No, Final Battle. Final Battle's the end of the year one. Uh, Final Battle at December 15th. Curtis Corwell Center in Garland, Texas. Like, nothing's been announced since under a month. Yeah. I Actually, I'll double-check on Cage Match, but I don't think there is. Yep. Have you been watching any Ring of Honor other than what's on AEW TV? No, no. I I like my life too much. Um, I have Honor Club, and even I don't watch that much Ring of Honor. There's no reason to. Because there's no separation. And also, like, tell me what the difference is between Ring of Honor and Dark. <laughs> Nothing. Just the, the, just the first three initials on the TV show. Yeah. There, there is no fucking difference. It's just... Yeah. It's the same fucking thing, except at least Ring of Honor has title belts and Dark didn't. But... <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. Is it similar to when WWE gutted ECW and brought it back? Because that's kind of what it's starting to feel like. It's just that name in spirit. But it is essentially just AEW presents Ring of Honor. It's like WWE presents ECW on sci fi. Yeah. Because that's how it's starting to feel. Uh, they're going to have their. The only match confirmed is this six-way for the uh, vacated World TV title where there's a bunch of singles matches and the to qualify and the winner goes through to the tournament final. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, man, I'm just a little bit over TK, a little bit over him. Yeah, does not deserve Booker of the Year. Not a fucking chance. You know what? I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna fucking die on this hill. Oh, yeah. TK fired the wrong part of Brawl out. Yeah. Yeah. You you look at what. 
the people involved in Brawl Out have done since then, you would have been better off keeping Punk. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Punk's, suppose... Punk sells merch. Punk brings eyeballs. Look at the fucking numbers to Collision since Punk got fired. I'm guessing it's, it's shit. They went head-to-head with SmackDown. SmackDown got 2.25 million. Collision got 225,000. 225 million? That's great. No, sir. Thousand. 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 Uh, uh, I suppose last little thing here we can touch on before wrapping things up. Uh, Observer Hall of Fame class of 2023. I don't know who's been announced. Go on. So, inducted Tomohiro Ishii. Perfect. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Okay. Yeah, cool. Is Slaughter in the WWE Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Blue Panther from CMLL. Perfect. Yep. George Kidd. No idea, but cool. Uh, <laughs> the historical entrant from Europe is, is noted here as First entrant in the Hall of Fame for Scotland. Nice. Jack and Jerry Briscoe. Yep, good. Shocked they weren't already in it. Uh, the beauty pair of Jackie Sato and Mackie Uada. Okay. <laughs> Apologies if I've uh, mispronounced that. Uh, WW. World Women's Wrestling Association Tag Team Champions uh, seems to have been a part of uh, All Japan Women. Okay, then. Uh, Anthony Rocker and Miguel Perez is the final tag team here inducted. Nice. No, I've heard Anthony Rocker before. Yeah, he's in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Antonio Rocker, isn't it? Yeah. Anthony Rocker is the fucking footballer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, Sav Rocker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whoops. Wrong. Wrong, uh, <laughs> Wrong Rocker. Wrong, yeah. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> a few people there. Uh, some we know. Some hey, we um, don't. Which one was the Collingwood one and which one was the North Melbourne one? Anthony, Anthony was, was Collingwood. Yeah. And Sav, Sav was, was North. North. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Uh, so, anything? so yeah, Anthony was the good one. <laughs> anything else we sort of need to, to touch on? Because that one just got released this week. Uh, the current Hall of Fame class got announced this week. Um, yeah, I think there's one other thing we need to touch on. The Chamber? Um, oh yeah, Elimination Chamber, coming to Perth. Qantas, you absolute pricks, I hate you. Yeah, not going to lie, I'm not going, it's going to be too expensive. It is, I looked at it, it would be cheaper for me to fly from Sydney to Philly for WrestleMania next year than it is for like me to fly to Perth. Fucking ridiculous. That's fucking outrageous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just can't justify the money in it. And part of me would be like, oh, fuck it, let's drive to Perth. 
But the way fuel is at the moment, fuck that too. Two bucks and, a litre, if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> Fucking, I had a mate that went over to New Zealand. This is so off topic. but And he spent three weeks there, drove around the whole time, got a rent-a-car. $3.20 a litre at some places in New Zealand. You poor buggers over there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Three twenty. He said the cheapest place he got fuel at it cost two seventy eight. Two seventy eight. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, fuck me. We are in our mid thirties. We're complaining about fuel prices. Um, Chamber twenty twenty four. Yeah, like I'd like to go, but yeah, no, it's it's not gonna happen. Nah. Oh, it's Elimination Chamber, Perth, also known as No Escape, Perth, in Germany. Fuck yeah. Because of obvious reasons that we don't really need to discuss on the podcast. No. But on your poster, you've got LA Knight, Bianca Belair, uh, some American dude, Rhea Ripley, and Seth Rollins. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, front and centre is Cody. Of course it is, because his, at that point in time, he's building up to win the title at WrestleMania, you fuck. Um. <laughs> I, did, uh, like, I went to see a cage match uh, with my brother at Margaret Court Arena. It was Shinsuke versus Joe for the NXT title. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with cage matches. You want to be close, like, first 10 rows to be able to see it properly. Otherwise, you were just looking at the screen the whole time. Yeah. And I know prices for Super Showdown, it was cheaper in Australian dollars for me to buy a front row ticket for WrestleMania in the US that year, uh, the next year, for 2019, than it was to buy front row tickets at the MCG in 2018. Yep. Apparently, this had 80,000 people pre-register for tickets. Fucking outrageous. Yeah. But uh, knowing how well Optus is going at the moment, they'll probably turn up to the venue and the power will be out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, unfortunately, I have a partner who's with Optus, and it's very annoying. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry there. Yeah, it's... um, (laughs) Very frustrating and get a hold of her and it's like Optus is doing its thing again. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Um do you think we get two chamber matches like uh last year? Yeah, we'll get a men's men and women's men's and women's and probably a title match as well. I'm just trying to find last year's card. Uh so the women's match last year was a number one contenders. Uh, and then the men's match was for the US championship. Yeah. Uh, it's been reported that Gunther won't be leaving the United States because he's, excuse me, trying to get citizenship. So we won't see him. Oh, great. So no, if he's still IC champ at the time, no IC title match. And he probably will be. Yeah. Uh, 
do you think I'm just trying to think what Aussies they've got? Jonah. Do you put Jonah in a chamber match? Uh, Emma got released, win? didn't she? She got released. Fuck. Who? Emma. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. She poked. Yeah, so that, that was the thing. Life. Yeah, that was the thing, wasn't it? Yeah. It got announced, and Emma's posted, "Can't wait to perform in my home country at this stadium." And then, like an hour or two later, post, "Well, I've been released." That's right. We have talked about the chamber. Fuck. Because We're, yeah, because we have talked about Emma's release on here before. So we couldn't have talked about her release without talking about the chamber. So yeah. No, I don't think we have. I think we've talked about in like uh, messages. Maybe. Maybe. But I'm just having a quick look here. Where is my? Yeah, because our last show is is September fifteenth. This got announced the week after. Right. Okay. September. Da, 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 da. Wherever it says. Oh, it was here just a moment ago. Uh, doesn't matter. Go like announced September something. Uh, September 21st. The timeline's confusing to me. Yeah. Uh, so, what are you doing this weekend, my friend? Uh, I'm actually pretty excited to watch um, the Elimination. Oh, not the Elimination Chamber. I've got that on my mind now. Um, Excited to watch Survivor Series. Yeah. Um, probably going to watch that probably on my lonesome, I think, unfortunately. But, yeah. Um, besides that, uh, not too much wrestling related. I have sort of toned down my wrestling viewing a fair bit lately. I've, it's just if you like to watch something, you watch it. If you don't, what's the point? <laughs> Yeah, I, I figured you might have uh, taken a bit of a break before we, uh, when we were uh, without any ability to record. Yeah, well, it just AEW in particular is just depressing to watch sometimes. Just it cause is of, just because of what it could have been. It's frustrating because you saw how hot they were. Yeah, and. Now they're just sort of making all those mistakes WCW and TNA made, and you're like, "Come on, come on, course correct." Yeah, and they show it's glimmers. It's not happening. It's not happening. Their women's division's getting better. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Alex will be catching a bit of that. I'm going to not be watching really any wrestling. I'm going to be watching me Doctor Who special. It comes out yep. at like 5 a.m. on fucking Sunday. So I'll be watching that, then going to work. And then if I can be asked, I'll be coming home and probably watching the two chamber matches. Yeah. And then we'll probably chat sometime next week. But uh, yeah, so full disclosure here, humans, I think it's safe to say everything else podcast related is on hold until uh, the new year. I don't want to get too dark and down. We were planning to do Fugs the day the day or the day after Bray had passed, which is why we came back that episode and recorded a full episode in the middle of um, yeah. 
Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt passing was when we were going to be doing our return for Fugs. Yep. And since then, we just haven't had time, and then the computer broke. Yep. But, yeah, 2024, Fugs returns, or Alex is free to leave the podcast per his uh, contract. Nah, I'm not fucking... I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I've heard you've had big offers from elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck Hottest man. free agent of 2024. Nah, I might start a bowling podcast, though. Yeah. But bowling odd style. Okay. I'll <laughs> work on that for you. Um, actually. Yeah. Here's the fucking wrestling tie-in. I was watching on um, KO. They had some pro bowling from Australia on KO. So I was like, oh, we'll check that out. They even had an event from Wodonga that was hosted in Wodonga. So I watched it. Yeah. <coughs> you know who one of the commentators was? No. Tony Shebeki from fucking On the Turnbuckle. Shebeki. <laughs> Shout out On the Turnbuckle, but a <laughs> small world. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. And he clearly just like, he's good at what he does, but it was clearly just one of those sports where he got offered money to do it. Oh, I don't know much about the sport, but I'll try my best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, that looks good. And it's like, no, nah, that shot was actually shit out, Shepeki. He's all right. We're there to wrap things up. Uh, where can the good humans find you and learn more about your bowling escapades? Uh, find me at Fruities Alex on social media, wherever you want to find me. Uh, you can find us at Russell Oddstyle with an AUS on Instagram and Twitter, search us up on Facebook, Wrestling Oz Style, and you can find Chris Hart. At I'm Chris Funder. Come tell me why you will be watching four brawl war games and not Survivor Series. Be like if they changed the Royal Rumble to a World War Three event. Oh, by the way, heads up, they have finally fucking added WCW pay-per-views to binge. Bizarre. It only yeah. took them 11 months. Yeah. Ah, uh, well. And you can go back, listen to the entire Wrestling All Star archive for free on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, using the RSS feed found the show notes below and occasional content on YouTube. Yes, more YouTube stuff coming now that I have the computer back. With Fuck all yeah. that being said, there's nothing left to say, but good day and we'll speak to you next time.
<laughs> yeah, speak to you in six months, humans. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Don't you dare jinx us now. <laughs> I'm going to hit and record now, and I'll turn off my PC, and then Alex will be like, oh, what happened? And I'll be like, well, the PC broke. It's in the shop for six months. I hope you're happy. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs>